This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. When our daughter left home to go to college, she gave us a replacement to keep us company. Zach, a black German Shepherd puppy. She picked him out of a litter of nine pups. He was the run of the litter, lingered at the back of the group, wobbly, skinny, looking sick. She always liked to help out the less fortunate. We took him straight from the breeder to the vet. He was real sick, stayed there three days, but he lived. A year passed, and I called the breeder to thank him for the wonderful dog. He was amazed. All of the other healthy puppies had died. A virus had run through the litter. Zach was the sole survivor. On the recommendation of a friend who raises dogs by the dozen, we bought a book by the monks of New Skeet. We followed it to the letter. Zach was held and stroked from the moment we got him. Of course, the care under the veterinarian didn't hurt. But we gave him loving, hands-on attention, and he thrived. I think of nursing homes where dogs sometimes visit, and the residents stroke the dog's fur. There's something magical about dogs and human beings. We depend on, get energy from, and care about each other. Dogs lick our face. We stroke their backs. It's the touch or the caring. The first night Zach was in our house, we put him in the garage for a few minutes. He started to bark as soon as the door closed. We moved him into a small kennel at the foot of our bed. We threw one of my old shoes in with him. He never barked again at night. Dogs don't like to be alone. They're pack animals. They want to be close. For 13 years, he slept in the hall at the entry into our bedroom. Dogs and people seem to be a perfect match, especially dogs and older people. They're friends, they're company, they're family. When friends visited us, Zach sat silently in the living room and stared into their eyes. Some called him a Buddhist dog. We never made a scene when we came or went. There were no goodbyes and no hellos. He never got excited at our coming or going. We raised him by the book, with one exception. It was a big mistake. We did not socialize him with other dogs when he was a pup. We paid the price. He was never good around other dogs. Not real bad, just edgy. It was our fault. I'm reminded of a quote by George Atla, a famous musher and dog trainer in Alaska, who said that there's no such thing as a bad dog, only a bad dog owner. We have a dog park just a few hundred yards from our house. We walk past or through it most every day. Many people gather there to exercise their dogs and to socialize, both themselves and their dogs. It is amazing how many people will stop and talk to you if you have a dog with you. The only thing that opens more doors to conversation is to have a puppy with you. Then the whole world feels free to stop, talk, and stroke the young dog. A person that is new to town and wanted to make contact with people could do no better than to get a puppy. My retired neighbor, 
has had three dogs over the last 20 years. They have all looked the same to me, same breed, same size, same coloring. A Dachshund. They walk the dog many times during the day. First he takes the dog for a walk, then she takes the dog for a walk, then he again, then her again. It goes on all day and into the night. They dress it with a sweater in the winter. When the dog gets older, they carry the dog on the journey away from the house and let it walk home. They have paid $300 in vet bills for a neighbor's dog, 500 for another. They care for all the dogs in the neighborhood. My son's father-in-law is in his 80s and had become very withdrawn as he aged. He liked to just sit at home, sit in a chair, and read or watch television. His family worried about him. His wife brought home a little Dachshund from the pond. He and the dog bonded. It made a world of difference in his life. He has a reason to get up. He's much more engaged about everything, more positive, alert, more social. The dog sits in his lap. He strokes the dog, talks to the dog. Life is better. It has been 13 years since our good dog, Zach, died. We did not get another dog. Why? At this stage of our lives, we move between two countries every week. It requires that we cross an international boundary. A dog would complicate the process even more than it already is. Another reason we no longer have a dog is that our condo in the city is right downtown and up four flights. It's hard to take a dog up and down and in and out. People certainly do it, but it doesn't appeal to us. If we ever settle down, meaning if we accept that we are done traveling, I think a dog will be in order. There's something about unconditional love. It isn't easy to find. But that is what a dog gives to a person. It can be a great boon to retirement. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org. Thank you.